I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. You guys, it's Rick Tittle! Thank you for that, and welcome to another gravelly voice edition. No, I got it. <clears throat> of titillating sports. What's up? What you got? What you get? Come on in and get heard. Coast to coast, border to border, around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Yeah, that's right. AFN. I'm a FAN of our military, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard, Space Force, Delta Force, whatever force you are with. Uh, you roll in force, and uh, you know what's up. That's what I had had said. Yeah, it's not a dream. The Rams are playing the Bengals in the Super Bowl. We'll, <laughs> we'll obviously talk a little bit about that. We only have, <clears throat> what, 12 days more. Uh, I do have some pretty cool guests today. Speaking of the Super Bowl, Steve Hinton, the Hollywood stunt pilot and air racing legend. So many records he has. We talk about the need for speed. He's going to be flying a P-51 Mustang over the Super Bowl. At 9.40, we'll have our customary segment from salesportstalk.com. Get out there on the bay. At 10.12, we'll have comedian Jill Maragos. Uh, she's got some Bay Area connections. She's at Helium St. Louis. And then heading back to uh, Buffalo, which is her true hometown. We'll have Nims Perja, the first man to summit all 14 of the Death Peaks. Those are the ones that are all 8,000 meters and above. He's got a couple of books from Nat Geo. He's Nepalese, British, and um, who's not? <clears throat> At 1040, we'll have director Skinner Myers for his new film, The Sleeping Negro. And uh, yes, we are in Black History Month. Well, who's the comedian who said they gave us the shortest month? Was that Eddie Murphy? But happy Black History Month. Uh, and then we'll check in with author Clayton Truter. He's got a new book, yes, Truter, called Loserville. It's about sports byline. No, it's about the Braves winning the World Series this year. How will we get it in? Well, we'll have to find out. We have three hours, and we're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. I'm back on Twitch.tv. There I am. Twitter's at Rick Tittle. Come on back. Cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good. 
really good. So good, you gotta try it. With Straight Talk, you can get our Silver Unlimited plan for just 45 bucks a month. Now with unlimited high-speed data, plus 5 gigabytes hotspot data, and no contract, with Nationwide 5G on America's best networks. Why pay a whole lot for your data when you can get unlimited for a whole lot less? Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability coverage and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Got a party of 10 coming in. We need to flip those two tables. Leah's restaurant is fully booked night after night. Section 3 is still behind. She no longer has reservations about finally finding a hostess. Why doesn't 23 have menus? Oh, those are in my hand. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. All right, uh, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show, starting off the show with some uh, open lines. If you'd like to get in at 1-800-878-PLAY. Uh, the breaking news this morning is that Tom Brady actually is retiring uh, for real now. Uh, he says, quote, I've always believed the sport of football is an all-in proposition. 
if a 100% competitive commitment isn't there, you won't succeed, and success is what I love so much about our game. There is a physical, mental, and emotional challenge every, all caps, single day that has allowed me to maximize my highest potential, and I've tried my very best these past 22 years. There are no shortcuts to success on the field or in life. This is difficult for me to write, but here it goes. I am not going to make that competitive commitment anymore. I have loved my NFL career, and now it is time to focus my time and energy on other things that require my attention. And he concludes with, I've done a lot of reflecting the past week and I've asked myself difficult questions. I am so proud of what we have achieved. My teammates, coaches, fellow competitors, and fans deserve 100% of me. But right now, it's best I leave the field of play to the next generation of dedicated and committed athletes. End quote. So um, obviously this announcement comes after some of that word was leaked uh, over the weekend that he was thinking about retiring. His dad said he has not made that decision. Some people were outraged that it had been uh, decided on uh, Friday. Jason LaCanfora of CBS Sports said that um, his inner circle was leaking that he was retiring. How about that? For your inner circle leak, get some epoxy or something there. And then uh, over the weekend, people had said, yeah, yeah, he's he's uh, retiring. But not just Tom Brady Sr., but his agent, Don Yee, kept saying, no, there's no uh, decision yet. And um, even uh, yesterday on his Let's Go podcast, uh, that he was still going through the process, he said. Um, by the way, the fight in 29th division, which was at D-Day, their motto, let's go. I know it's not great. So <clears throat> now there is a, an abundance of clarity, if you like, as he put the, the official word out and people will start bowing down. There's no doubt that they will. Uh, Tom Brady's, uh, 22 years is the, the most ever for a quarterback, uh, unless you count. George Blanda. George Blanda played the most in the history of the NFL at 26, but those last few years he was a kicker. I remember when he came in, uh, when the Raiders had an injury when I was a kid, he came in, played quarterback, and he got sacked, and I was thinking, they got to take it easy on him. And my dad's like, hey, can't take it. If you're out there, you're out there. Can't take it easy on him. I just remember because George Blanda had white hair. I think he was like 40, but it looked like he was 80. But if you look at all the, the people uh, who have played the longest in the NFL, Blanda and Morton Anderson and Vinatieri and Gary Anderson, guys like that, those are all kickers. <clears throat> so now I'm sure, I'm sure some people will be like, no, Tom, no, you said you'd play until you're 50. No, no. We need you. The league needs you. Don't, don't take this away from us. We don't know any better. You know, and if you're under 30... That's all you've ever seen is Tom Brady in the NFL because by the time you knew what was going on when you were seven years old, there is Tom Brady. So if you're under 30, you don't know what the NFL is like without Tom Brady. What will we do? What will we do? But look, the career is nothing short but absolutely legendary. We know the 199th overall pick 
in the year 2000. First season on the bench behind Drew Bledsoe, and then the next year in week two, Mo Lewis of the Jets, devastating hit on Bledsoe, and that changed everything. And uh, here comes the sophomore quarterback, takes the starting job, the tuck rule, and uh, Super Bowl <clears throat> 36 title, first in franchise history, and the legend only grew and grew and grew. Continued, sustained success. There were some years, even the 16-0 and year, the perfect year, they lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl. <clears throat> but they did get back to winning ways. I mean, you say when he was probably over the hill, they still won three more championships. And that put Brady into the mythical level of NFL lore. Um, you know, you think about the downs, deflate gate and spy gate and things like that. The, the injury where Matt Castle had to play almost the whole year. But you think about his greatest moments. And I don't think there's any greater moment than rallying the Patriots from a 28 to three second half deficit over the Falcons in the Super Bowl. I, I mean, you can find individual games and passes and plays, but you know, he wasn't known as a scrambler. He wasn't known as a guy who had a great arm. <clears throat> He wasn't known as a uh, a guy that would, um, you know, try these little flick plays like Brett Favre used to do. He just was the solid quarterback. And Roger Goodell put out a uh, little couple paragraphs here. Tom Brady will be remembered as one of the greatest ever played in the NFL, an incredible competitor and leader, but his stellar career is remarkable for its longevity, but also for the sustained excellence he displayed year after year. Tom made everyone around him better and always seemed to rise to the occasion in the biggest moments. His record five Super Bowl MVP awards and seven Super Bowl championships set a standard that players will chase for years. He inspired the fans in New England, Tampa, and around the world with one of the greatest careers in NFL history. It has been a privilege to watch him compete and have him in the NFL. We thank him for his many contributions to our game and wish Tom and his family all the best in the future. And yes, <clears throat> Tampa is in there. 20 years with the Patriots, and then as he's going into his mid-40s, he goes down to Tampa, and they beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So his last season was this season, and he led the NFL in passing yards, 5,316. He led the NFL in touchdown passes, 43. The final game of his career, they clawed back from 27-3 to in that divisional game against the Rams, and if they hadn't played goal line D against Cooper Cup, they probably would still be playing right now. But, uh, listen, you can get mad at Giselle, <laughs> do whatever you want. But, you know, there's something to be said <clears throat> about going out on top. Now, it's not like Elway or Manning who retired right after they win the Super Bowl. But when you are uh, – some people think Aaron Rodgers will win MVP. We'll see. But if I think if you lead the NFL with over 5,300 passing yards and touchdown passes, I don't know how Tom Brady uh, is not going to be the MVP. But he is the most decorated – he's the Audie Murphy of the NFL. Now, as I've said before, if you give me one game, I'll take Montana. I'll take a few others that are, I thought were more clutch than him. But you can't – deny what he's done you have to give him his due and you can talk about Belichick's defense well what happened when he went down to Tampa Bay that team sucked and look what happened so yeah they got the Gronks of the world and some other guys they made some they drafted James White who the Raiders passed on they made some good moves 
it is a team sport. He can't do it by himself. But I'm sure he likes the fact that he got one without Belichick. It's like Kobe had to have one without Pat, uh, without uh, Phil Jackson, without uh, Shaquille O'Neal. You know, there's just something about sharing the wealth. Um, and, um, you know, I'm not a Patriots fan, I'm not a Brady fan, but, uh, you know, when you say greatest of all time, you can just look at the trophy cabinet, individual and team, and nobody else comes close, not even close. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come on back, and we will talk to uh, Steve Hinton. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town get your new windows patio doors and more from the window replacement hotline get ready for the change in weather save on your energy bills call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home call the window replacement hotline now 800-685-2080 that's 800-685-2080 Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars calling AIS Insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800 756 3744. 3744. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. 
Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. Rick Tittle's got a black belt in keeping it real. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, syndicated nationally out of San Francisco and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. And uh, speaking of that, it is our pleasure to welcome to the show the Hall of Fame uh, air racing pilot and Hollywood stunt pilot. It is Steve Hinton. He's going to be part of its of the first of its kind Super Bowl flyover formation for the Air Force's Heritage uh, Flight Team. And, in fact, he's going to be in a P-51 Mustang. Steve, welcome to the show. And I know your, your need for speed, uh, but the, uh, the Mustang, if I'm not mistaken, when it got those Rolls-Royce engines, those were like our bomber escorts that could really stay with the, the bombers as they got into to Germany. So what is the top speed that you can uh, take that Mustang to? Well, hi, Rick. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm really proud and extremely honored to be able to represent the Air Force Heritage Foundation and fly a P-51 Mustang along the Air Combat Command pilots to honor the service men and women, past and present, who selflessly served our country you know, as we celebrate 75 years of uh, the Air Force. Um, yeah, the P-51 was an amazing airplane that really uh, shortened the war, believe it or not, because... Uh, once we took the fight to the Germans over their own territory and, and uh, uh, caused them to lose men and equipment, you know, it was the only fighter capable of taking the bombers all the way there. It has a top speed uh, at altitude of over 430 miles an hour. But down low, a stock one like, uh, like, like we Willie that I'm going to fly in the show, uh, you know, it's it's capable of about 330, 340 miles an hour down low. So is this the kind of thing where, you know, like vintage cars, you want to try to keep them as uh, legit as possible, but do you guys try not to drop in a new engine or a new, uh, you know, braking, whatever it is? Do you try to keep everything as vintage as you can? Well, some of the airplanes, you know, we restore are 100% original. I mean, we put the armor plates in them, we put fake guns in them, uh, uh, we Willie is, uh, uh, you know, we put We Willie together for a bunch of crash parts, that, you know, from uh, back in the early 80s. And uh, it's more of a uh, utility airplane. I mean, it, it looks totally stock, but uh, it doesn't have the stock instruments and it doesn't have the, you know, the stock armament or any of that. Uh, and we've dropped in, I think, four or five different engines <laughs> over the last 35 years flying it. 
but it's a beautiful flying airplane and uh, very powerful. You know, that Merlin engine is uh, runs smooth like a sewing machine. So you don't have the, the, the whole nine yards of 50 cal in there then? <laughs> <laughs> no, not in that one, that's for sure. <laughs> well, uh, for as I mentioned in your uh, intro there, you've done a lot of uh, work with uh, Hollywood, and I'm interested about uh, uh, Dunkirk, uh, if you guys were any any hurricanes or, uh, you know, Spitfires, Messerschmitts, anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we participate, when I say we, uh, a couple of our uh, pilots from the Heritage Foundation actually uh, participated in the show, and uh, we were flying the three Spitfires that uh, were the story aircraft, and we were based out of... Uh, a place called Lillestad, and they're uh, in Holland, and, and uh, we flew, well, we were there for three or four weeks, uh, flew a bunch of different locations, and uh, typical movie filming, you know, we had a, had a, an aggressive schedule, but, uh, you know, we, we uh, fought out the weather and uh, other obstacles, but it was a really, uh, really rewarding to see the final product, it turned out very good. A couple more questions for Steve Hidden, Hall of Fame. Pilot, and I'm always interested in the fact that uh, for some reason or another, um, you top level pilots have the ability to withstand more G's than the the uh, the average person. Like you'll take somebody up and they faint, and you don't. Why is that physiological that you guys can withstand that more? Well, you know, your body will withstand anything it's trained to do, um, and uh, in our case. Uh, you know, when you're when you are constantly keeping in shape and constantly keeping in form, your body is ready for it. And as a person who's never experienced it, it really is, you're just a human being. You can't really expect to be able to pull G's. Now, I'm not a you know a uh, someone who could pull nine or ten G's like uh, you know the <laughs> F-22, F-16 guys, F-35 people. You know, they are trained, and they do that every day, and they you know, plus I've got about 35 years on them or 40 years on them, you know, and, and your body can only do so many things, but it's something you have to be conditioned for, just like an athlete. I remember talking to a uh, pilot of an F-16 fighting Falcon, and he said, as, as much as it looks aerodynamic, all I'm trying to do the whole time is trying to keep it out of a spin and a dive. I mean, how <laughs> do, you, do you, like, empath- do you, uh, like uh, empathize with that statement? Well, I think he's he's painting a funny picture for you, but uh, um, you know everything we do is very uh, uh, is we train to do this, especially in the heritage flight. We're training all the time to be precise and be predictable, you know, and and fly as briefed and be as safe as we can. You know, combat conditions are completely different, but um, we're not. Uh, I don't pretend to be a combat pilot, so uh, my flying. Uh, doing aerobatic shows or doing air racing or, or this, uh, things like that. It is very trying and it's very, you know, uh, uh, exciting, but uh, it's nothing like uh, what our uh, service people go through uh, in combat situations for sure, especially in the modern airplanes they fly. It's, it's, it is incredible what those things can do. A couple other pilots that will be on your wing at the Super Bowl, one of them is going to be in an A-10 Thunderbolt, the old warthog, the, the, the tank buster which we really saw uh, in the uh, the Gulf War as well. I mean, this is a uh, aircraft that was invented in the '70s and and still going strong. Is there a a, a fighter or a fighter bomber that you know that has a more powerful cannon than that one does? 
No, that one's that's kind of the uh, the home run for the Air Force. You know, it, it has 6,000 rounds a minute it can fire. Um, and when you hear fire, it, it just sounds like a, almost like a car. I mean, a hot rod. You go whoop, 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 and it's shot out hundreds of rounds of, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's insane, really, what that gun is capable of. You know, the whole airplane was built around the gun. It was designed around <laughs> the gun. I love that. So for you, um, what was your, if I may ask, your greatest moment of peril? Like, did you ever have to eject? Well, no. I'm, I'm, the plane, uh, I have had a few uh, through my career a few times that I've uh, kissed the ground. And uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> when I was, uh, back in 1979, I was flying a, an air racer called the Red Baron at the Arena Air Races. And... Uh, We'd won like six races in a row with the airplane and set the world speed record. And then uh, at the Reno Air Races, uh, I ran into engine problems with the airplane, and I ended up crashing short of the runway. And that one uh, put my lights out. I was I was kind of out of commission for nine or ten months. It broke my back. And but I, uh, let me tell you something. I'm just lucky to be alive. You know. Um, but you know, I, I consider flying safe. There's always risk in anything you do. Um, but like I say, we train and we uh, try to avoid problems. And I've been flying since 1970, and I got about 12,000 hours. And and uh, um, I can only think of a few times that I had to hold my breath. Everything else has been just uh, it's been just a great ride. Uh, and get to meet so many great people and get to fly a lot of great airplanes. And you know, geez, I mean, I get to fly in the Super Bowl today with. Uh, you know, I did the Super Bowl back in 19, or sorry, back in 2018 in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and I've been flying with the Heritage Foundation now for 25 years. So, but um, I'm going to retire after this flight. So, you know, what better way to uh, retire from the uh, from flying with the Heritage Foundation than flying with the Super Bowl here in Los Angeles? It's uh, to me, it's going to be way up on my list of uh, exciting things. Well, I'm just, uh, I mean, just, I have about a minute left, so really quick. When when you're in a, a Mustang, do you think to yourself, wow, this is so cool, or do you think to yourself, how in the hell did these guys survive in this old bucket of bolts? Well, you know, i got to tell you, that was, uh, you know, the F-16, the F-22 in its day. It really was, and uh, I pinch myself every time I go flying because I can't believe I still get to do this. I mean, to me, these are the most beautiful airplanes. They They have so much history, and... So many people, uh, you know, through history have flown these kind of airplanes. Uh, you know, they they represent our country. You know, our our, our airplanes that uh, the Air Force and the Navy flew are the best airplanes in the world by far. You know, uh, and what they represent, it's just a privilege, a total privilege. Does the Wee Willie have a little nose art, little fangs on there? <laughs> you know, Wee Willie is in the markings of the... Uh, 357th fighter group from uh, World War II, and uh, it's it was in the same squadron of uh, a famous uh, Bud Anderson, who uh, wow. you know uh, was an ace. Matter of fact, just celebrated his hundredth birthday in January, January fifteenth. Wow. He's a great American, I tell you. I what know. A man. The unsinkable about Harrison. All right, we have been speaking with Steve Hinton. Make sure to check him out and his P51 and the U.S. Air Force Heritage Flight Team over SoFi Stadium Super Bowl Sunday. Steve, thanks for coming on, man, and have a great time. Well, I appreciate it, Rick, and uh, thanks for doing the great job that you do. Thank you. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back, talk a little sailing with Karen Lyle.
This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk with a Treasure Island World's Fair Anniversary Celebration Spotlight connecting 1939 to 2022. In 1939, during the middle of the Great Depression in the United States, the city of San Francisco transformed a shallow sandbar two miles out in the middle of the San Francisco Bay into an amazing World's Fair, bringing together architects, sculptures, artists, composers, musicians, and artisans, and called it Treasure Island. The purpose was to celebrate the building of the Golden Gate Bridge and the San Francisco-Oakland Bay Bridge. The creative energy that was released through music, song, theater, art, and activities brought over 17 million people to the island from the day it opened on February 18, 1939, until 1940 when it closed. Today, Treasure Island is undergoing redevelopment as part of a comprehensive plan that is under the Treasure Island Development Authority. And it is my privilege to be the executive producer and art director for this year's celebrations of the Treasure Island World's Fair anniversary. We began our celebration February 19, 2022, from noon to 2 p.m., outdoors and on boats where it is safe and fun to play during this acute phase of the pandemic. This Pacific Rim Unity Parade around Treasure Island is organized by the Pacific Interclub Yacht Association with 110 member clubs in 2022, quite a few more boats and clubs than in 1939 when PICYA only had 20 member yacht clubs with which to host its regatta for the World's Fair. This is the second year for the Pacific Rim Unity Parade, which was born during the pandemic. Last year, 50 boats sailed around Treasure Island in honor of its history and to celebrate the importance of unity amongst the countries connected to the Pacific Rim of the ocean. And this year, on Saturday, February 19, 2022, boats will circle the island again. We celebrate the skills of all the captains who will be sailing or piloting their boats this year and plan to invite them to a party in the Treasure Island Museum on April 16, 2022, with a big band swing dance and ceremony. This Treasure Island World's Fair Anniversary Celebration Spotlight was brought to you by SailingPortal.org. Sailing Portal is the new U.S. Sailing Accredited Sailing School in the Berkeley Marina, organized after OCSC closed during the pandemic, with the core U.S. sailing instructors who wanted to continue the traditions of teaching people how to crew, captain, and charter boats with confidence and competence. Thank you again to SailingPortal.org for bringing us this spotlight. Without our U.S. sailing instructors, who are also U.S. Coast Guard captains, to teach great students, we would not have as many boats on the bay. For more information, go to SailingPortal.org. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It is Tuesday at 9.40 a.m. It's time to check in with our salesportstalk.com friends. Karen Lyle, always co-hosting this segment in studio. How are you, Karen? I'm doing great, Rick, and it's always good to be here in person and see you on the other side. That's right. And speaking of in person, we're very excited to uh, have a guest with us in studio. It is Suliana Wangolo, and uh, she is a native of Fiji, but now the Berkeley Yacht Club general manager and student of Sailing Portal, learning how to sail. Suliana, welcome to the studios. We're really happy to have you in here. Tell us a little bit more about Sailing Portal, please. 
sailing portal, well, thank you for having me. I'm very happy to be here and, and nice to see Karen again. I actually learned about sailing portal through Karen and uh, through um, a few missed <laughs> meetings, we finally got together and um, I decided that I did want to go ahead and learn how to sail. And she was there at the right time with the right information and things kind of just took a flow from there. Well, Suliana, you are an outrigger. Uh, outrigger canoe paddler, paddler. and and Fiji really is known and all all of the South Pacific for for history that goes back I don't know more than a thousand years mm -hmm. in this that started with war and ended up with competition. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that culture of the outrigger canoeing. Yes, so for us outrigger, I think in America it has become a competitive sport, but in my culture it's the way of life, it's the transportation mode between uh, island to island, it's the way we carry our vegetables from the market from one place to another when roads weren't um, paved or we didn't have the means of transportation. Um, the water is very sacred to us. The ocean is very sacred to us. And to be a part of the ocean or on the ocean, um, the outrigger canoe has allowed us to partake of that magic, so to speak. The canoe, the way it's made, is made with um, a lot of ceremony in mind and uh, procedure. So we pick the tree. It's made from one tree only, and it's not broken into half. It's um, it's made with the intention that it came from the land, therefore sent out to sea with its paddlers, will return back to the land safely. So yes, very steeped in culture. It's um, something that I, I think is innate in most islanders. We grew up by the ocean. We love paddling. It's not something that's really taught. So coming to America, when I did join my paddling club, then I learned that it's actually called technique. But it's something that, you know, my body knew how to do from when I was a, a little girl. So, yes, definitely very deep in culture. I remember my friend when I was a little kid in the 70s, he got to go to Fiji and uh, he was fascinated by how beautiful it was. But I think a lot of Americans, we think of, you know, these British explorers like Captain Cook and Captain Bly and the Dutch explorers that went mm -hmm. through there. And for you as a Fijian, um, do you think, geez, that's so long ago, or do you think, no, we still think about that European contact and how everything changed back then? Yes. Um, we're, we're just only 50 years independent, mm. so we're pretty young. Mm -hmm. We've been under the throne for a very long time, and um, it's, it's part of our history, which is great. I think, you know, it, it makes it much more rich. I, you know, we've learned a lot about the world through their um, entrance into our culture. Um, however, as we all know, when, when settlers do move into any um, island, when I say island, I'm thinking of Fiji, mm -hmm. things have changed. So there has been a shift in, in thinking and, and doing things. And apart from economics, that, that's what has caused the boom, the, you know, the colonization of Fiji, I can say. Um, on the other hand, we've learned to, to see the world as it's a much smaller place. It's almost we could paddle there. Well, you know, this, the settlers brought in um, huge, big ships. But for us to actually meet the ships, we took our canoes over and made contact. So, yeah, Fiji is very beautiful. It's, um, 
an intricate, amazing way of life, but it can't be seen on its own. It's a part of a whole South Pacific. Mm -hmm. So my culture is not any different, actually, from Tonga or Papua New Guinea or Solomon Islands. So divided, there's the Melanesians, the Polynesians, and the Micronesians, all the Nisians in one huge ocean. We're connected by the water. Well, I imagine trade is very important. Um, tell me about the club that you have here in the San Francisco Bay Area. What's the name of the club? And, and tell us more about that. We're based in Martinez. We're an outrigger canoe club, um, or we have to say center. We're a nonprofit now. But we're called the Golden Gate um, uh, Outrigger Paddling Club. We're based in Martinez, and we uh, are a young club. We The club it consists of members that came from other North than American outrigger canoe clubs. And um, we participate in the organized regattas and long-distance races in Northern California. And if if needed, we do uh, compete against Southern California and other islands, such as in Rarotonga um, or um, Hawaii. We do have the sprints, though, in London uh, this year. Yes. Got more questions for Suliana Wangolo from the... Uh, Berkeley Yacht Club. I'm still fascinated with the South Pacific. I have yeah. another question for you. Um, how is it like if you wanted to go like to Vanuatu or you know New Caledonia or maybe even to like New Zealand or Australia? Are there ferries that leave Fiji, or is it all just if you want to get in a boat? It's just mostly the the local islands. Mostly the local islands by boat. Um, now everyone flies. So uh, you would fly the normal airlines or the more commercial airlines to the main capital. Then you'll take the little um, twin otters to the other little islands mm-hmm. that have like eight passengers. Yeah. From, I uh, would prefer paddling, though. <laughs> They're really scary. That's from uh, Suva? <laughs> from Suva to Nosori, um, uh, Toka. yes. One of the things that fascinates me about island culture because I, I do spend time in the islands. I have not been to Fiji, but that's going to certainly be on my list. Um, you know, I've spent time in Zanzibar mm-hmm. and uh, also the British Virgin Islands. But in Zanzibar, which is a little bit, I think, closer to the culture of what you describe, um, they make their own dows. And so every, you know, that, that tradition's been passed on for thousands of years, um, you know, making it out of the trees that mm-hmm. have the you know, they have the right shape in the, in, in the, it's not a canoe, but I've actually, I've actually been on an outrigger paddling canoe in Zanzibar. And so they had one on the island there and it was just, uh, you know, where, where you stand up in the canoe and, and you have a, a rudder in the right. back and so forth. Tell us what role you have. Cause I understand that in that paddling culture that there's, there can be up to five people and that the, the ones in the middle are the power ones. Where, yeah. where do you serve in that? So every canoe is different, and we were talking about this earlier. The each we we're all called outrigger. We all have outrigger canoes, so to speak. The make is different. The for example, the war canoes because you're carrying a whole lot of warriors to go and fight on your behalf. They can have up to a hundred people. They're very long, and your steersperson at the back who has a, a paddle that acts like a rudder. is a huge rudder that steers the canoe. The ones that I paddle in are more competitive base, and it has a Hawaiian um, style of a canoe, and it has six people. You have the seat one um, and two who are the strokers, and they keep the pace like the drummer, the drums in the <coughs> dragon boating. 
So, um, and then you have three, four, and five who are your powerhouse, and these are the people who have the highest stamina, who will give you the boost when you need that push against the wave or to, you know, overtake another canoe. And then the five, five also preferably has to also know how to steer in case our number six, who is the steer person with the rudder, falls sick or has seasickness or something. Um, that's our backup steers person. But in the canoe, six people become one paddle. And um, that's, you're not seen as seat one, two, three, four, five, or six. You're seen as the one paddle, one stroke, one boat. I also know, just like in uh, Samoa and Tonga, that, um, and in New Zealand and Australia, obviously, that uh, rugby is very big in Fiji. And I remember at the World Cup, they had their own kind of like haka, like the All Blacks do. And I remember my friend who played rugby at Stanford in the 80s, he played the Fijians, and he said it was the scariest thing he ever did. <laughs> he said it was fierce. They were trying to rip his ears off. He said they were the they were the craziest guys. I apologize they, they, for that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to apologize. I, I no, I'm I admire them. They said that he said they were the most fierce guys he ever played. Yes, uh, we take rugby very very seriously. Uh, I guess and and paddling. I guess at this point, um, rugby is just a sport. Just like I guess uh, football here, we die and live for the game. And most of the people who are on the field are uncles and cousins. So we have a stake in every game. (laughs) Yes, it's a very high contact sport compared to football. When I first watched football, I was like, why are they wearing so much stuff? Like, Mm -hmm. isn't that heavy? Because in rugby, yes, you get crooked noses and Mm -hmm. missing ears. I'm missing teeth. Oh, yeah. I, had a, I played football in college, and my friend tried to get me to play rugby. My college, St. Mary's, had a very good rugby team. And uh, I said, no, I, I'm scared. I, I know what I'm doing in football. I, and then he, he had a mouthpiece, and one time he got an elbow in his face, and he said he took his mouthpiece out, and his two front teeth were in it. And you have to tape your ears down. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have no idea. I don't want any part of that. It's yeah. too scary for me. I, I guess if you if you brought it, well, I have to be born and raised with it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know. I have, we just I have, had this I have, conversation. I have to. We we talked about yeah. you know in in Fiji the the culture there really was about the, the islands warring with each other and they were warriors and and so fierce really comes to mind as part of uh, yeah. uh because part of part of uh, intim- intimidation yeah. you know is part of the whole thing. And, and some of that is carried over in the competition for the, for the paddling. And you said that in Fiji, it's more, is it still more that the families are competing against each other and it's, and maybe not having a drink together in the bar afterwards? No. I'll say that on radio. <laughs> We're very uh, competitive by nature. I didn't really realize how competitive I was till I did come to the United States. Um, it, it's just, I guess it was the survival of the fittest back then. And, you know, when the warriors went to war, the women were ready to not have them return. Mm. So everyone was on ready and on point. You know, if you were dying, we're all dying together. Our culture does have very brutal aspects of it, and it carries forth in rugby and in paddling. Um, now we just have a little more fun with it. Right. Yeah. So for more information about the, the Berkeley Yacht Club and Sailing Portal, where can we find out about that? Well, Berkeley Yacht Club, sail, sailsporttalk.com. Okay. We'll have yes. a page up a little bit later today, okay. and we'll have all that information on there. And I just might mention that the as manager of the Berkeley Yacht Club, this this membership that you have in the other club in Martinez is kind of how that works, because you can't be a member of the yes. same club you manage. 
that is true. So it's worked out really well. To make sure there's no corruption. Mm-hmm. Just Very like good. water. <laughs> 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 All right. That is uh, Suliana Wyangolo. Thank you so much for coming. Thank in. you for having me. It was so good. All right. And once again, Karen Lyle, salesporttalk.com. We'll check it out. Thanks for coming in in person. It is always a pleasure to be here, Rick, and I'll be seeing you next week. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Biler. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. 
you know, exactly. over time, you know, the more and more you do something, Practice the better you get at it. Just like, you know, you Anything. didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You Thank know, you. you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, because I'm so good looking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Practice makes Must be crazy. Use a DOG. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Hey, thank you for that. And uh, you know, it's funny is um, when we were talking to Suliana, I started looking at uh, pictures of downtown Suva, the capital commercial center of the nation of Fiji. There, and I was just thinking, oh, that'd be a cool place to visit. But then again, I thought. Have you ever been somewhere and you thought, what the hell am I doing here? How the hell did I get here? When can I go home? I just wonder if, like, if you're in, like, some <clears throat> place in the Pacific. <laughs> well, you probably wanted to go there in the first place. But I was thinking when <clears throat> when I was 18, I, when I graduated high school, and then I turned 18 three days later, and then the day after that, I went to Europe by myself for six weeks. And I was going to meet my girlfriend in Italy, and I had family in Germany, I had family in Denmark. But for the most part, I didn't know any of the languages outside of English. Uh, and uh, and I had a URL pass, and um, I had no plan. <clears throat> it was actually kind of fun to have no plan. Outside of I had to be in Rome by a certain day to meet up with What's-Her-Face. Um, but... I uh, I remember I was in I was on a train <clears throat> in Germany, the Deutsches Deutsches Bundesbahn. Rick, are you going to talk about sports? No, more sailing. Um, and um, I remember I got off the train at one a.m. because they kicked everybody off. I thought I was just going to ride through the night, and they're like, you know, Raus, this Zug ist geöffnet. The train is closed, and so I'm like, oh great. And even and this is before I studied German in college. So I didn't even know what he was saying. And I remember it was 1 a.m. and it was raining. And I was at the train station and I, I just bought this beer. And all I had was uh, traveler's checks. Yeah, if for you people under 40, you don't even know what a traveler's check is. And I remember I literally laughed. I'm like, I don't even know where I am. It's 1 a.m. and it's raining. And I'm sitting here <laughs> with a beer in my hand. Uh, and it's just at that point you can either laugh or cry. <clears throat> And I, I chose the former. But, yeah, that would be cool to go to Fiji sometime. But, you know, as uh, Suliana said, you got to do the whole archipelago. you got to do the whole thing, baby. All right, we got another two hours together. Come on back.
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The Northeast is still digging out from the perfect snowstorm that hit over the weekend, but the rest of the country better get ready. A storm could hit the states from Colorado to parts of Texas to Ohio over the next 48 hours. A federal judge rejected a plea agreement Monday that would have averted hate crimes trial for father and son Travis and Greg McMichael. Convicted of murder for fatally shooting Ahmad Aubrey, whose parents angrily objected to the deal as unfair and unjust. The deal would have allowed the convicts to go to federal prison. The family of Aubrey want them in state prison. I told them very, very adamantly that I wanted them to, to go to state prison and do their time that Judge Wamsley gave them on the 7th of January. India's central bank will issue a digital rupee in the 2022-23 fiscal year, which begins April 1st. India's finance minister said the introduction of the digital rupee would be based on blockchain and other technologies. USA Radio News. Do you suffer from joint pain, knee pain, arthritis pain? Billy Gerard for Revive One, the roll-on pain reliever. Just shake it, roll it on, and feel the relief. I love snowboarding, but my knees, they feel the pain. Revive One pain reliever changed all that. Shake it, roll it on, and I'm right back on the slopes. Gail Five One relieved her pain and helped her and her husband enjoy their walks again. Put an end to your pain with Revive One. Try Revive One on your pain risk-free. Go to painfreeland.com. That's painfreeland, all one word, dot com. Use discount code SAVE20 for 20% off and free shipping. Revive One is so confident it'll work for you, there's a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Go to painfreeland.com or call 877-577-2289. The active ingredient in Revive One has been shown to temporary relief pain associated with arthritis, muscle strain, sprains, and more. Use only as directed. Let's get an update on the hunt for a new Supreme Court of the United States Justice. The president and committee leaders plan to discuss who will fill the shoes of Justice Stephen Breyer when he retires in June. President Biden promised on the campaign trail to nominate a black woman to the high court. However, identity politics is not resonating with most Americans. According to a recent ABC News poll, 76% of Americans want Biden to consider all potential nominees to replace the outgoing justice. In the USA Radio News Midwest Bureau, I'm Katie Lewis. China's Winter Olympics may be more of a drag on Beijing's economy than a boost as virus flare-ups weigh on consumer and industrial activity. A ban on public spectators means there won't be the usual bump up in tourism along with food and lodging. Tighter controls to contain the outbreaks of two virus variants are keeping Olympic tourists away. Thanks for listening. It's well appreciated. We are USA Radio News. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your dish-authorized retailer now. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Last day rally at the stock market led to higher earnings for some, but many lost a lot in the quarter. George Cifalone from Penn Mutual Assets on Fox Business. If you think about earnings so far, about 50% of the S&P companies have already reported. And, and we're seeing a few trends, a few important trends. Number one, earnings revisions are, are down from, from 11% over the past few quarters. And this quarter, earnings revisions are up about 2%. And that's with 75% of companies beating on top line. So what that's telling me is that we are losing some operating leverage 
companies may be able to beat on the top line, but they're having a hard time with cost pressures, and that's leading operating income to be down. And so we're seeing really negative skew where companies that beat, they may be up a little bit. Companies that miss, wow, they're, they're, they're getting hit pretty hard, and we've seen that in the volatility of this quarter so far. With the Federal Reserve planning on raising rates in March, how will that affect the markets? I don't think it's going to be easy because they're stuck between inflation and asset prices. So that's going to be the big tug of war. So we're going to have this. Obviously, there's been a ton of ton of liquidity that's that's poured into the markets. A lot of that's come out more recently. If you think about SPACs or non-profitable growth stocks or meme stocks, those are down meaningfully. We're talking 50, 60, 70 percent. And so we already are seeing a shakeup in terms of asset prices. We'll see how intent the Fed is on trying to tame inflation. But that will be the tug of war between fundamentals and liquidity now as we go forward with the Fed. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the program. Two hours still to go. Jill Maragos is coming up, stand-up comedian on the other side. Excited to have her. Also, Nims Perja, uh, who has climbed more mountains than you and I ever will. <laughs> the guy is amazing. He has two books from Nat Geo. It's actually the same book, one Pretty genius. One aimed towards like youngins and one for old uns. But he's also a Gurkha. <clears throat> and I'm fascinated by Gurkhas. I really am. And I actually went to the uh, Gurkha Museum um, in uh, Hampshire. Um, this was in, um, uh, I'll have to f- remember the name of where it is again. Uh, Winchester. That's where it was. <clears throat> Mystery House. No, the Gherkin Museum in Winchester. And you just think about uh, what they've done. These were the Nepalese soldiers that were basically forced to fight for the British Empire. And um, I mean, you talk about 26 VCs, not Viet Cong or venture capitalists. I'm talking Victoria Crosses. Those are Medal of Honors. And they had these little bolo knives. They basically would just charge headfirst into anything. 
And I just think it's awesome that we still have Gurkha soldiers that serve the British crown. I'll probably ask him more about that than mountain climbing, and we'll see if he gets annoyed. Uh, Director Skinner Myers for his movie The Sleeping Negro. Yes, that is the name of it. Don't get mad at me. Um, And uh, Clayton Truter. I've never seen that name before. Trutor. Uh, I got to hire a math truder. Wasn't Henry VIII the truder? He's written a book called Loserville, which is about my proms. (laughs) 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to get in. 1-800-878-7529. We are on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. Uh, We also are on CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network, Channel 2. The lovely and talented Jill Marigos uh, and her comic stylings on the other side. Come on back. Water stains on the shower glass. Try rubbing some shaving cream on. Tyler's cleaning crew knows every housekeeping trick in the book. Handling timesheets now. But they need a proper bookkeeper to keep finances tidy. New equipment is a business expense, right? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Since 2004, men choose Andro 400 for one reason, results. It has really worked. I've lost 35 pounds. It's just unbelievable. Uh, I never lost weight like that easily in my life. Congratulations, Stephen, on losing 35 pounds. Andro 400, we guarantee the results. Start today and get free shipping. Go to andro400.com 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 
Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, uh, yeah, check me out. Nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show. You know, I love the comedians. Been interviewing them for a long time. We get them in studio. We get them on the horn, and it's the first time we've had uh, Jill Maragos with us. As I said, lovely and talented. She's going to be at uh, Helium in St. Louis coming up here on uh, Friday and uh, Saturday. She's going to uh, headline in her hometown of Buffalo at Helium there. Coming up on Wednesday the 9th, that's going to be an album recording, and then she's going to feature for uh, Chris Porter throughout the weekend, our friend who's Chris Porter's been in here four times, I guess. Uh, first of all, Jill, welcome to the show. Um, how exciting, an album recording, huh? Right, and nerve-wracking. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about it. I'm, uh, I'm from Buffalo, my hometown, and uh, I'm just excited to go back and eat all the food I grew up with and record there. I remember um, when the uh, the last playoff game the Bills were in, and there was some guy wrote a story about how oh they're going to be dipping their chicken in ranch, and they're like it's <laughs> it's blue cheese USOB. People, people got really mad. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a whole, and I'm surprised he didn't like split the dust people from the anchor bar people too while he was at it. That's kind of a big thing. <laughs> well. Yeah, it's blue cheese. It's it's disgusting. Don't get me wrong; it's real gross, <laughs> but it's law. <laughs> so, did you? I mean, when when uh, Sean McDermott didn't squib kick it against Kansas City, did you die a thousand deaths, or oh, did you not uh, know the game was on? No, you know what? This is what's crazy: is I grew up watching the Bills. Like, I my twenty first birthday was on that first Super Bowl in ninety mm. one, mm. and it's like, well, it's a great day to start drinking, you know. <laughs> you know, Darwin <laughs> uh, kicking the field goal wide, and then every year we're like, maybe this year, you know, maybe this year, and, and then every year you just be like, let's just get together anyway. You never know. Like it was just. They just bled you dry. And then I didn't watch because I'm like, I'm not, every time I watch, which I know is completely superstitious, I'm like, every time I watch, they lose and I'm not doing it. And I see all this stuff in my Facebook feed, like, they're really good this year, Bill's Mafia. And I'm like, maybe. And I'm not kidding. We turned it on in that last, like, two minutes. And it, it's in the, like, it's immediately in your, like, muscle memory where you're just screaming and, like, going crazy. And then, they lost, and I'm like, I, I give up. It's my fault. I shouldn't have watched. <laughs> my doing. I brought them down. I'm sorry, everyone. You know, it's awful. I got. Know. I got to say, it's not very PC. That the Bills Mafia thing. This is organized crime that murders people. <laughs> like it'd be like you know, Bills Spanish Inquisition or Bills right. you know yeah. SS Death Squad. It's, it's Bills, weird. Uh, Bills uh, serial murders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, that explains a lot. Yeah, though. the Bills like Bundies. Step up. <laughs> we should just have like a, like the, the, what is it, the 12th man jersey made with Bundy on the back. That would be amazing. <laughs> well, now, now, now help me with this because you're a Buffalo girl, but you, you list Memphis as your home, but yet I know you lived out here in the Bay Area for a while. So you just, you get around? 
it's uh so if you hear like shooting in the background that's why i'm in memphis um i i I grew up in buffalo i lived in raleigh north carolina for a little while and then uh i moved to the north bay so uh north of san francisco about an hour uh sonoma county Mm. and then i lived in la for a little bit and then i moved back to northern california again and then we moved here, and then the pandemic happened. So people are like, how do you like Memphis? I'm like, I have no idea. Like, we moved here and never left the house. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah, it's crazy. But I like moving around. I miss the Bay Area. Mm. I was there in uh, New Year's Eve at the Punchline oh, with wow. Greg Proop. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah, love, I love Proops. It. Love him. So where yeah. were you in Sonoma County? Uh, we were just outside of Santa Rosa in a town called Roanoke Park. Yeah, RP. That's <laughs> where um, uh, the uh, uh, Cal State... Um, Sonoma State is, I should say. And, yeah, and Roner Park smells like damp socks. I hate to say it, right? <laughs> I hope so, still since we left. So it wasn't us. That's proof that it was not us making it smell like damp socks. <laughs> what, is it, what is it about that smell? <laughs> I don't know. Depression, maybe? It's, it's weird because, like, <laughs> what, what I thought was really strange about it is, like, it's not... People think California is all warm, and especially, like, San Francisco, Oakland, like, on the Bay, it's really cold. And even, like, up in Roner Park, they have all these little, like, microclimates, and it gets really cold. And no matter what temperature it was, everybody was in shorts and flip-flops. And I think it's, like, the moist flip-flops. <laughs> Just the sweaty, gross flip-flops that you're smelling. Well, I saw um, one of your sets at the Punchline, and um, you have, and you have to have it, but you really have that take-no-prisoners confidence. Like, the one I was watching, the crowd, I had to say, was dead. And you were just, <laughs> they were dead. And you were saying some funny stuff and you got to you know, chuckle here and there. Is that something maddening? Like you'll do a 7.30 show, everyone dies. You'll come back at nine yeah. th- 9.30 and no one laughs. And you're like, this is the same joke. Yeah. You know what's so weird about that especially is they're tired. And then they leave the show like shaking your hand going, I had such a great time. And it's like, why don't you tell your face? <laughs> like, why don't you let your voice know about that? Because they, it's like they're, t- it's like they're watching you on TV, thinking, "Yeah, this is really funny." But then they leave, going, "Oh, I had a great time," and you're like, "That was miserable." Um, yeah, you just kind of, I don't know, you take it as it goes, and I kind of like. It's weird because I do sort of enjoy when you see, like, you, there's, if it goes either way. Like sometimes men are like, women aren't funny. And then when you get them to laugh, you're like, I got you. I totally got you. Or, like, some women hate other women, which is mm. super weird to me, but whatever. And they'll sit there with, like, everything crossed. And then you get them to laugh. I'm like, it's made you laugh. You know? <laughs> I'm winning you over. You know, it's going to be okay. So that's just kind of how it goes. It's hit or, you know, it's hit or miss. The late shows are really tough, which is why I'm glad I don't have any in St. Louis. I only have shows, like, one show each night at 8 p.m., which is perfect. Yeah. No, that's great. And also, I mentioned you're going to be um... – Featuring people don't know features the uh, the middle act for uh, mm-hmm. Chris Porter. Chris Porter has been coming in here for years, Mister Kansas City, and he was the first one in uh, in the pandemic. Uh, so uh, I, I admire him for his uh, bravery. But what a nice guy, <laughs> huh? Super nice, super funny, and musical. Like he's he's really cool. I've worked with him before, and he's he's uh, even like he's got a little bit of an aggressive. Uh, sort of like I don't care attitude on stage but he's even more laid back in person like he's cool I was a little bit nervous because I'm like wow he's sort of aggressive not not mean 
but he's, you know, he's mm-hmm. unapologetic, I should say. And I was a little bit nervous about meeting him, but he's so nice. He's really cool. Well, Jill, I know that you are a, a woman of letters, broadcast journalism and ME uh, as well. So did you want to kind of do something like what I'm doing or TV originally? I wanted to be a producer, like a television producer, because mm. I'm super hyper-organized. So, so you I saw thought, Holly well, Hunter in broadcast news. You went, <laughs> I want to be her. <laughs> yeah, I want to be Holly Hunter. I guess. I don't, you know, out of high school, I had no idea. And then I went for broadcast journalism, and I worked for about a year in publishing, just because I thought, well, this is close enough. <laughs> I don't know. And then I was explaining calculus to somebody about a book we were publishing, and they're like, why didn't you go for engineering? I'm like, I don't know. So I just went back. It's, I've had, like, a very weird life. I worked for a while in, like, engineering sales, because they thought, well, she's nice. Like, put her in sales, <laughs> you know? And then... uh yeah, it's just, it kind of happened that way. I like learning stuff. Like, I'm a big fan of, like, just, like, learning new things. Mm-hmm. Like learning how to play drums, and I learn languages, mm-hmm. and I just, I just, like, I feel like it just makes people, it makes you accessible to talk to more people who know different things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. I'm, I'm embarrassed by what I don't know. I want to keep learning as well. I wish we had more time. When Next time you're in San Francisco, come on in studio if you can. We'd love to have you. Yeah, I would love to do that. Thank you for having me on. Jill Maragos, M-A-R-A-G-O-S. If you are in uh, the Midwest, get yourself to St. Louis Helium Friday at 8, Saturday at 8. Um, and then support your hometown hero coming home, Buffalo Helium, the album recording. Laugh it up down there on Mississippi Street on uh, Wednesday the 9th. And then uh, stay for uh, the rest of the week. Uh, you get the double whammy of uh, Jill and Chris Porter. And uh, if you're in the Rose City... You can check her out in Portland Helium uh, in the last weekend or the last week of uh, March. Jill, uh, congrats on everything and thanks for coming by. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Rick. Thank uh, you. All right, there she is. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Right, bye bye. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789 That's 800-944-1789 Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book page and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your
claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800 485 Since 2004, men choose Andro 400 for one reason, results. This has really worked. I've lost 35 pounds. It's just unbelievable. Uh, I never lost weight like that easily in my life. Congratulations, Stephen, on losing 35 pounds. Andro 400, we guarantee the results. Start today and get free shipping. Go to andro400.com. 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 It doesn't really matter. I uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast, and when we get Nims Persia, we will uh, throw him on the air. Uh, you might have seen the Netflix documentary entitled uh, 14 Peaks, uh, which is what he has uh, climbed. <clears throat> That's right. Uh, the first man ever to summit all 14 of the world's 8,000-meter peaks. That's called the death zone. The death zone, you know, is as much as I uh, have interviewed mountain climbers over the years, many of them for Everest, um, and um, watching some of their documentaries over the years, you can get all the way to the top, and you think coming down would be easy, but if uh, you don't have the right light, if a storm hits out of the blue, that's it. Uh, you're basically done. And to see now the single file traffic jam line, this queue to get to the top. And unfortunately, <clears throat> what happens now uh, in uh, Tibet and Nepal for some of these mountains is that you pay whatever it is, $20,000, $50,000 for a pass to climb and they give them out to people who can afford them instead of people who legit can climb the mountain. And so you have these rich businessmen from Australia and Japan and the United States uh, that want to be, you know, Jeff Bezos in outer space. And they get to uh, Everest and they're going literally a half a mile per hour. And it's like you're bogging us down. But the thing is, if you turn back and go to base camp, that's it. You don't get to go up. You know, you get one shot. <clears throat> and so because there's a queue, there's more people that want to come uh, after you. So uh, it's just amazing. And, of course, you know, you can say it's in his blood, too. A guy who uh, grew up in uh, Kathmandu 
and um, and I love the fact that he's written actually two books. Uh, and it also, you know, when you think about the earlier uh, Sir Edmund Hillary's of the world, you know, they wear like a tweed jacket and bring like a bag lunch with a sandwich and an apple and a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I know that's pretty much pre uh, Sir Edmund Hillary, but uh, still, it's uh, quite amazing. All right, and uh, we are quite happy now to welcome Nims Perja to the show. He has a book now called Beyond Possible from uh, National Geographic, and he has uh, two versions of it. He has the regular one and the Young Readers Edition as well, which is uh, very wise, I think, to come out with two different editions. Nims, welcome to the show. Um, I was just telling people that one time when I was in Winchester, I had the pleasure of going into the uh, Gurkha Museum there, and I've always been so uh, impressed by the Gurkhas as a military history buff. Your dad was one, your your brothers was one, uh, were one too, and that's a very, yeah. very elite group. What was it like being a Gurkha? Well, you know, really, really, I think, you know, we take pride in that. I do take pride in that. I served with the Gurkhas for six years, and, you know, there's a saying that if someone says that he's not scared of dying, either he's lying or he's a Gurkha. So, you know, we need by that reputation. There's another saying, you know, the bravest of the bravest, you know. Never had a country or friends, you know, like you, and that this was, the school was devoted to the Gurkhas from the Fidmarsal, so, yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about dozens of Victoria Crosses, yeah, the bravest of the brave, the bolo knife, the whole thing traditional, but I also know you're the first Gurkha ever to be in the SBS. I mean, that's basically what we would call a Navy SEAL over here, and um, I, I know it almost cost you your life, right, from a sniper? Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I totally enjoyed my career within within the SBS as well, which you right because, you know, our counterparts in, in the United States are Silicon Sticks and yeah, you know, obviously that's in the fourteen picks where you got that graphics of me getting pinged by a sniper. But yeah, here we are, brother, here we are. SBS is a special boat service, by the way. All right, let's talk about what you've done, uh, what no one else has done. It's because it's beyond impossible. We thought the 14 Peaks documentary on Netflix and now this book, it's easy just to say, well, you know, you're from near Kathmandu. It's in your blood. But that doesn't mean it's easy to go up a mountain. When did you first uh, find out find out that you had a talent for this? I started climbing very late in my life. I started um, when I was 30 years old, um, but I think I was 33 when I climbed Dolagri. Uh, I managed to climb Dolagri, um, Kathmandu to Kathmandu in 14 days. I'm sorry, that's when I knew that I'm good at altitude, but not that good, you know. And I think a lot of people ask me, where did I get the idea of climbing the 14 peaks in, in you know, seven months? And that wasn't until 2017, you know. That's when I was the lead instructor for the Gurkhas to take on Everest. The official fiction team couldn't set the fixed line. Um, and then I step up and I set, you know, I set the fixed line to the summit, uh, leading the completely different team. And we didn't only open the route for the Gurkhas, but also for the rest of the mountaineers. 
immediately after that, I got back into Kathmandu with a celebration. Then I went up again, and I climbed Everest again, Lhotse and Matawi in five days. And that's when I kind of knew that, okay, I may have something more to, to give to the mountain in the world. Um, and that's when the idea started coming in my head. I know you live in Eastley now, speaking of Hampshire, which is not far from Winchester, you know, not far from Poole, where the where the SBS has their headquarters as well. But what was it like to get an MBE and to put on your top hat and tails? Honestly, uh, it was great, but look, I haven't even had time to go and pick it up. So <laughs> I've been so busy since then. then you know, I, I don't work for awards and all these things, you know, anyway. So, you know, I, I, I received that in 2018. And now here we are in 2022, but I have to go and, and get it. I cannot keep telling the Queen that I'm always busy, right? <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. So uh, of all the climbs you've done, I'm sure you've gotten this question before, but what was the hardest moment? What was the moment where you're like, I can't take another step? Um, for those who read the book Beyond Possible or have worked the 14 page. Climbing is the most easiest thing I have done in the project. I think the hardest thing here was the monthly layers of, you know, having to raise the money at the same point while I'm climbing, managing social media, managing the team dynamics, dealing with the bigger politics and bureaucracy. Um, I was really close with my mom and obviously, you know, her health got deteriorated and, and being able to deal with that emotions, time away from my wife. All this, you know, and also filming all this content for this movie, you know, the, the, all these things were, were kind of the, the accumulation of everything. Those were the hardest ones. Climbing was the easy part, brother. That's great stuff. So now do you sort of feel like, what's next for me, or do you kind of put your feet up and say, ah, I did it? <clears throat> no, bro, I haven't even stopped for a single day since I finished this project. And immediately... Two days after I climbed Sisatangma, the last mountain, I was uh, I was guiding in Abu Dhabi for my company called Elite Expert, and since then, then I've been guiding. You know, and this year I'm guiding 11 months away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, and then this is the reason why I'm working so hard on the mountain is we established this company called Elite Expert. Uh, my two brothers, Nima David and my right hand man, and Nima Tenji are partners. And I wanted to get this established for them as well and for the community. And then, so that's the reason why I'm working so hard in doing this. Equally, I've also announced the Big Mountain Cleanup Project, where we will be cleaning the whole of Everest in the spring, K2 in summer. And it's just playing my part for, you know, for our home planet Earth. I'm trying to do my bit in order to bring the sustainability back. Um, so, yeah, I'm always on a mission, brother. That's great. And one more question. Do the Gurkhas still, uh, whether they use it or just ceremonial, do they still have that kukri uh, bolo, bolo knife? Yes, brother, we have it, you know. And there was a, there's a story in Second World War and all that. If a kukri comes out, it has to be, it has to be, you know, Works with the blood, so you have to take out the blood. You know that's what it was, but not anymore, brother. But yeah, we still have cookery as a ceremonial weapon, um, and that's how you know, the Gurkhas were fighting in the First World War and in Second World War. Um, but now, yeah, now it's just a ceremonial. 
Absolutely unbelievable. We've been speaking with Nims Perja, the first man ever to summit all 14 of the world's death zone peaks. That's over 8,000 meters. The books, I say plural because there is a young reader's edition. It's called Beyond Possible, One Man, 14 Peaks, and the Mountaineering Achievement of a Lifetime, available from National Geographic. Nims, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show today, and uh, let's try and catch up down the road. Cool. Thank you so much, brother. You have a great you know, rest of the day. And uh, finally, I would like to say big thank you to all the friends and fans from United States. You guys have been amazing. I got the biggest following from there, and uh, really means to me and our farming community. Really, really appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much. Good stuff from NIMS. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back with Skinner Myers. The big stuff. Who do you think you are, Mr. Big Stop? You're never gonna get my love. Now because you wear all those fancy clothes. Oh, yeah. And have a big, fine car. Oh, yes, you do now. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on credit worthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. 
Steel Man Pills, going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Und jetzt das Platznehmen der Amerikaner. drinking that haterade and bow down to ricky t y'all uh bow down when i come to your town i think that's what i meant welcome back to the show rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on american forces radio network it's our pleasure to welcome filmmaker skinner myers uh, who has directed the new movie the sleeping negro which will be the uh opening film of the 24th San Francisco Independent Film Festival, as we call it, SF Indie Fest, which will be getting underway here in a couple of days. And uh, being that it is, we are now in Black History Month, too. It's a poignant film. Skinner, welcome to the show. The blurb, confronted with a series of racially charged incidents, a young black man must overcome rage, alienation, and hopelessness in order to find his own humanity. Tell us a little bit more about how that fleshes out. Oh, well, I'm happy to be here, and thank you for having me. Uh, well, the film basically follows one day in the life of our lead character, known as Man. Uh, as he goes about his normal day, his boss puts him in a position that forces him to do something illegal, which then is the catalyst to him questioning everything that he's built up to that point in his life. And uh, he's, he's engaged to the boss's cousin. He has an old friend that he's happy to see that revisits him, that brings up some old uh, issues, demons, frustrations. And then he has a nightmare uh, where he's uh, uh, confronted by his doppelganger about some of his choices that he's made up until that point in his life. And so he's trying to um, find a better positionality for himself. And uh, through that frustration, he realizes there's not a lot that he can do in that particular moment except for a lookout for his fellow brother and uh, uh, that kind of takes him on a days long journey and um, it's to be continued in terms of what happens to him you know outside of the film world uh, it says that this is made in a radically non-traditional cinematic style what what does that mean Skinner mm-hmm. well so I'm currently a PhD candidate at the University of Amsterdam and I've been trying to create a new way of making black cinema and so uh, I lean heavily on the uh, filmmakers from the L.A. Rebellion, borrow from third cinema, a little bit of fourth cinema, and uh, trying to do something that has not really been seen a lot. It's a little bit experimental. It's in, it's in part essay film, part chamber drama. So people are looking for you know perfectly three-act structure with a nice pretty bow at the end. Um, my film is anti all of that in structure. So when you cast the lead protagonist, Man, was that extremely difficult and you had to like narrow it down to 15 guys or did you just see someone and be like, oh, that's him? Well, it was actually me. I played the lead role oh. in the film. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> so, 
as I, I will say, as I was writing the script, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do that. I was an actor a long time ago in New York City, so I had some training. Um, and I realized in the moment, I said, you know, this is so personal. I got to do this. And um, it allowed me to really dig deep into the character. And then I cast a whole bunch of professional actors that kind of helped me, you know, craft my performance because they all make a living as actors. I'm a, a professor of film at CU Boulder, so I make a living as a teacher. Um, but it was a great experience, you know, and uh, not that I want to act all the time, but if, if, it, if, if the need comes up and I love the work, then I'll do it, you know. So um, it, is it, you know, in Hollywood, I think a lot of times people write parts for themselves and they go, hey, love the script, but uh, we, we got to get a name for this. You know, you can't do it. <laughs> do you get that? Does that happen a lot? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's happened to me in the past in other projects. Uh, this one, the budget was so low, to be honest with you. We shot the movie in eight days over a three-month period, and I only started, I started shooting with only $2,000 in my, in my pocket. And we just raised the money as you know as we could, and then we would shoot, and so um, that allowed me to kind of skirt that. But I definitely had all you know. We need we need a name. Um, they need good foreign box office, and um, I was trying to avoid that as much as possible. You know. A couple more questions here uh, for Skinner Myers, the film The Sleeping Negro, February third at Indie Fest. Uh, Ray Dong Chong uh, is in this as well, and um, you know I still think of her as the young girl in Quest for Fire. That shows you how old I am. It, it's hard. To, it's hard to believe that she can play a mom or a grandma part right now. But how cool is that to get her in there? Oh man, I love Ray Dong Chong so much. She, she, uh, she's the friend I've known her for about four years, and I was a little nervous approaching her. Uh, you know, um, I said, "Hey, I don't know if you'd be interested in this. The character is older, and um, she's kind of in." in bad shape and she read the script and she got back to me the next day and she was like I would love to do this and we had a great time on set um, also had the lead singer from TV on the radio which is a band out of Brooklyn They've been around for a couple of decades June Day Adabente he played the sheriff and it was just so much fun to have those two on set together um, and to work off each other um, and two days of friend now and Radon and I we, we were able to travel with the film to Germany we had such a great time in Germany together she, she's a hoot it's very cool. So when you said you were an actor in New York, were you an actor of the stage? Or were you Broadway, off-Broadway, stuff like that? Mainly the stage I did off-Broadway. I did an off-Broadway play. I did lots of off- off-Broadway plays. And when I moved to L.A., uh, I'm from school at USC, and I was still acting in commercials. I did lots of national commercials. And um, I was in one Western film that shall remain famous uh, a long, long time ago, about 15, 15 years ago and started to move into the filmmaking element of entertainment around 2011. I went to Uganda, and I made a feature documentary. And that kind of got me into uh, the mentality of writing, directing, working on documentaries, and wanting to kind of have more control of projects that I worked on. I was like, it, it, let's say, like, is off-Broadway, are we talking like 60th Street, or are we talking Yonkers off-Broadway? <laughs> <laughs>
and uh, it all kind of fell apart, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> um, a couple years later, I had to, had to reevaluate, you know, my life uh, desires. Plus, I, you know, kids were on the horizon, so um, in a much better place now, thankfully. Very cool. So getting back to uh, the sleeping Negro uh, man, um, you know, there's some unease with a former friend and his white fiance bringing in. Is, is it sometimes, you know, you have to find yourself like, I don't want to get into these racial tropes that are so easy. You know, I have to take a mm-hmm. deeper dive on some of it. Yeah, 100 percent. It's trying to avoid that, but also um, make a more deeper nuanced discussion around what's going on mm-hmm. and so um you know it, it's it's, a, it's an experiment and not everyone's going to like it or get it but i think uh we did our best in terms of bringing a different perspective to the so-called you know race issue or the negro issue as they used to say in the 60s here in america and um it's uh it's definitely a very blunt film that one has to be willing to engage with uh, there is some funny moments, I believe, in the movie, but it's it's a tough watch, and it's something that I would recommend people to try to watch more than once. We're going to open theatrically after the festival at the Roxy Theater February 11th, and we'll be running for a week, so there'll be more opportunities for people to see it in theaters, you know, there in San Fran. Well, I know over the years, uh, so many films and shorts try to get into this fest, and uh, how cool is it, as you mentioned, at the Roxy Theater to be part of uh, Indie Fest? I'm I'm super excited. Uh, Nikin, who played my friend, is from Oakland. Uh, mm-hmm. My DP, Matthew Holler, is from the Bay Area. Uh, Nikin's coming out. His whole family's going to show up. We have some producers flying in. It's a, it's a very um, special place. And when I lived in L.A., I always wanted to move to San Fran. I just couldn't find uh, proper work up there. But I love visiting, and I'm really excited about the festival, and I'm so happy that they gave us the opening night slot you know, for this year. So I'm going to push you on this, and you can, of course, deflect it. the The western that that you said you don't would rather not. Uh, look, every every everybody when they're starting out got to say yes. What was it about this film that you'd rather forget about? Well, it was a zombie western film where the zombies attacked you during the day, during the sunlight, and oh man, it's um, they got shelved for like a couple of years then it ended up on sci-fi channel and um i remember watching it with my wife and she turned and looked at me and said you know you're not going to show this to anybody else are you and i was like ouch i probably shouldn't and then someone left a review saying all the actors and the filmmakers should be shot that was the worst film i've ever seen so you know i just it took me a while to get over that as an actor you know i'm you know i'm putting my heart and soul into this performance and it's just not working um so yeah. I mean, they can find it. They can just Google my name. <laughs> It'll come up. <laughs> I won't make it that easy for the listeners. <laughs> so I know the opening night Q&A is going to have a race and equity columnist from the San Francisco Examiner. And the, the thing I think sometimes, too, is that when people make films about a poignant issue, um, and I think a lot of film critics, especially a lot of white film critics, are like, oh, I better, mm-hmm. I better like this so I, I don't look like, you know... <laughs> yeah. I, I don't look bad. But on the other hand, you know, Michael Moore always said, don't make a documentary, make a movie. It still has to be entertaining. Mm -hmm. So how do you make Mm -hmm. sure that you're getting your message across, but I still got to be entertaining? Well, that's the thing. I mean, my view on what is entertaining is a little bit different from, you know, what Michael Moore's would be. I think um, uh, if the material 
whether it's dialogue or what's happening on screen is engaging, then people will sit through a lot of stuff. I'm a big fan of slow cinema, for example. Bellatar uh, from Hungary, the favorite filmmaker of mine, he made a seven-and-a-half-hour movie, 1994, called Santiago. I love that movie, and a lot of people hate that movie. A lot of people love it. And I think, um, you know, for me, I make movies that I want to see that, I, that I'm not seeing, and then I try to find people out in the world that have a similar view as to what I have and build a community so that when I make films, um, more than not, you'll have people in the audience that really, really are excited about what you're doing. But I'm part of my PhD studies is, is trying to find uh, a way to make movies, uh, black cinema that is antithetical to the whole Hollywood system. So um, I guess it depends on what our definition of entertainment would be. But in the past, it's been um, a lot of explosions, fast cuts, and I'm trying to slow things down and bring in more of a like a hybrid running that um, crossing that line between documentary and narrative in terms of how things presented. For example, in the movie, the sleeping Negro, there's an 11 minute scene where the camera doesn't move at all. You know, hmm. um, And a lot of people don't notice that until we make a cut towards the end of the thing. I thought that was long, you know, so things like that I'm experimenting with, I'm trying to play around with, but um, you know, to each their own, I guess. Yeah, no, good stuff. We're looking forward to checking it out. Everything at SF Indie Fest. Go to SF Indie. It's I-N-D-I-E, SFIndie.com uh, for tickets. And we've been speaking to the director and star of The Sleeping Negro, Skinner Meyer. Skinner, thanks for the conversation, and congratulations on the film. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for having me. All Great right. Day. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and get on back. fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster 
and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access, no cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539, or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Hadel is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Thank you for that. Uh, we have another hour to go. And by the way, I threw in a little <clears throat> trip to Europe story at the end of the first hour. Let me throw you another one real quick right here. Because I was speaking with Nim, Nims Perja, who is a Gurkha. There are only about 4,000 Gurkhas in the world. There are more New York City police than U.S. Marines. Did you know that? That always shocks people. More New York City cops than United States Marines. But when I was in uh, Winchester, this was almost 20 years ago, which is the capital of Hampshire. It used to be the capital of England in the time of Alfred the Great. Um, These are the pre-Roman days. But if you think about all the different um, museums they have there, and um, they have the Royal Gurkhas, they have the Royal Dragoons. I went into the Hans Museum, too, H-A-N-T-S. Every county has its own nickname. Like, for some reason, Oxfordshire is Oxon, and Hertfordshire is Hearts, and Hampshire is Hans. I went to the Royal Hans Museum, and when I went in, this this old guy comes over, and he's a curator, and he's like, are you American? Let me show you around. And he's like, here's the regimental flag. It was made by a German prisoner, a flag maker to Hitler. We would menace him with bayonets and make him work it. And, and then he said, let me ask you a question. This guy fought in World War II. He's like, why did you shoot all the buffalo to make the Red Indians starve? I go, why did I shoot him? I go, well, we say Native American. He's like, aren't you a Native of America? I said, yeah. Then he goes, when you had prohibition, why didn't you go communist? I'm like, oh, my gosh, these questions. I go, it's kind of against uh, our ideals. Anyway, get down to Winchester. (laughs) 
and uh, check out all the museums. Or if you can't, go down to Stevens Creek and go to the Winchester Mystery House. All right, come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The Northeast is still digging out from the perfect snowstorm that hit over the weekend, but the rest of the country better get ready. A storm could hit the states from Colorado to parts of Texas to Ohio over the next 48 hours. A federal judge rejected a plea agreement Monday that would have averted hate crimes trial for father and son Travis and Greg McMichael, convicted of murder for fatally shooting Ahmad Aubrey, whose parents angrily objected to the deal as unfair and unjust. The deal would have allowed the convicts to go to federal prison. The family of Aubrey want them in state prison. I told them very, very adamantly that I wanted them to, to go to state prison and do their time that Judge Wamsley gave them on the 7th of January. India's central bank will issue a digital rupee and the 2022-23 fiscal year, which begins April 1st. India's finance minister said the introduction of the digital rupee would be based on blockchain and other technologies. USA Radio News. Do you suffer from joint pain, knee pain, arthritis pain? Billy Gerard for Revive One, the roll-on pain reliever. Just shake it, roll it on, and feel the relief. I love snowboarding, but my knees, they feel the pain. Revive One pain reliever changed all that. Shake it, roll it on, and I'm right back on the slopes. Gail Five One relieved her pain and helped her and her husband enjoy their walks again. Put an end to your pain with Revive One. Try Revive One on your pain risk-free. Go to painfreeland.com. That's painfreeland, all one word, dot com. Use discount code SAVE20 for 20% off and free shipping. Revive One is so confident it'll work for you, there's a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Go to painfreeland.com or call 877-577-2289. The active ingredient in Revive One has been shown to temporary relief pain associated with arthritis, muscle strain, sprains, and more. Use only as directed. Let's get an update on the hunt for a new Supreme Court of the United States Justice. The president and committee leaders plan to discuss who will fill the shoes of Justice Stephen Breyer when he retires in June. President Biden promised on the campaign trail to nominate a black woman to the high court. However, identity politics is not resonating with most Americans. According to a recent ABC News poll, 76% of Americans want Biden to consider all potential nominees to replace the outgoing justice. In the USA Radio News Midwest Bureau, I'm Katie Lewis. China's Winter Olympics may be more of a drag on Beijing's economy than a boost as virus flare-ups weigh on consumer and industrial activity. A ban on public spectators means there won't be the usual bump up in tourism along with food and lodging. Tighter controls to contain the outbreaks of two virus variants are keeping Olympic tourists away. Thanks for listening. It's well appreciated. We are USA Radio News. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your dish-authorized retailer now. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. 
Ross Day rally at the stock market led to higher earnings for some, but many lost a lot in the quarter. George Cifalone from Penn Mutual Assets on Fox Business. If you think about earnings so far, about 50% of the S&P companies have already reported. And, and we're seeing a few trends, a few important trends. Number one, earnings revisions are, are down from, from 11% over the past few quarters. And this quarter, earnings revisions are up about 2%. And that's with 75% of companies beating on top line. So what that's telling me is that we are losing some operating leverage Companies may be able to beat on the top line, but they're having a hard time with cost pressures, and that's leading operating income to be down. And so we're seeing really negative skew where companies that beat, they may be up a little bit. Companies that miss, wow, they're, they're, they're getting hit pretty hard, and we've seen that in the volatility of this quarter so far. With the Federal Reserve planning on raising rates in March, how will that affect the markets? I don't think it's going to be easy because they're stuck between inflation and asset prices. So that's going to be the big tug of war. So we're going to have this. Obviously, there's been a ton of ton of liquidity that's that's poured into the markets. A lot of that's come out more recently. If you think about SPACs or non-profitable growth stocks or meme stocks, those are down meaningfully. We're talking 50, 60, 70 percent. And so we already are seeing a shakeup in terms of asset prices. We'll see how intent the Fed is on trying to tame inflation. But that will be the tug of war between fundamentals and liquidity now as we go forward with the Fed. Lance Pry, USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle, where the end? Coast to coast, around the world. <clears throat> the uh, Washington football team is going to be releasing their new nickname tomorrow. But it might be out of the bag. Because Joe Theismann was on CBS Radio yesterday, and he said, I think the Commanders is a name that's going to be hopefully one people talk about moving forward. There were so many different options. Once again, it's trademark infringement. It's getting approval from different people. If you choose a name, is there a group out there that isn't going to like it? There's so many things to consider. So is he speaking on inside information or just providing his opinion on commanders? And um, the Washington Times reached out to him and said, uh, so is that what it is? And he said, 
Like you, I'll find out on Wednesday. All right. Well, <laughs> they had some of those what they called finalist name VIPs. One of them was Charles Mann, who, of course, won three Super Bowls on the line. And uh, he said he was not happy with any of them. <clears throat> and he said that um, that uh, he and the others, as he put it, crucified the team, that those were the options. Crucified is uh, very uh, dramatic, to say the least. But, uh, yeah, we'll find out. I mean, Commanders, when you think about all the other ones, it's probably the least dumb. It's not great. <laughs> it's... It's not great, but I like it better than Guardians. You know, have this be signed by your by a parent or guardian. I don't know. It's kind of dumb. 1-800-878-PLAYERS, number to call. 1-800-878-7529. Get in and get heard. What you get, what you got. We're here for you. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Yeah, that's right, Stitcher Come on in, and we'll talk about that as well. Also, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2, on your cable provider of that as well. Twitter is at Rick Tittle. Come on back. Talk some sports. When others treat your fries as an afterthought, all you're left with are cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's new fries are ones you won't forget. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy or we'll replace them. We're talking natural cut skin on fries, perfectly seasoned with a hint of sea salt. In fact, they're even preferred almost two to one over McDonald's. These are fries so hot and crispy, they beg a new question. What would you like with your fries? Try them today. Only at Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's taste preference based on a national taste test by an independent research company. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. If you're running an online business and you don't feel you're getting enough new customers every day, then I want you to claim a free copy of my new book right away. Inside this book, you'll find everything you need to get more new customers consistently using my proven and powerful E5 method. Hi, my name is Todd Brown, and for the past two decades, I've been showing entrepreneurs, from complete beginners to millionaire business owners, how to rapidly fill any business with new customers using a method called the E5 Customer Acquisition Protocol. I've just packaged it into a brand new book, and I'm going to send you a copy today absolutely free. I promise this book will forever end any struggles you have getting new customers to buy from you daily. But hurry, only a limited number of free copies are available. Text the keyword E5Method1 to 63566. Text E5Method1 to 63566. One more time, text the keyword E5Method1 to 63566. 
Guys, are you tired of being tired? Frustrated because it seems impossible to lose belly fat? If you're looking for a solution, Andro 400 Max, the extra strength all-natural testosterone booster. The safe, easy, and affordable way to gain energy and lose stubborn belly fat. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. It says 100% guaranteed, you moron. Mister, if you don't shut up, I'm going to kick 100% of your... Rick Tittle's got a black belt in keeping it real. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's 11, 12 a.m. That means it's time for AgainstTheNumber.com segment, which is a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year specialist-specific packages. Their prices are reasonable, their tracking and distribution process is simple, and the results are real. Joining us from AgainstTheNumber.com is our friend uh, Chris Wynn, and we'll talk a little football. Chris, uh, be honest, where did you have the two Super Bowl participants in your preseason prognostication? Rick, good to join you, and uh, i got to be honest, I had uh, one of them going fishing and hanging out and uh, enjoying the uh, Super Bowl on television or whatever uh, outlet they wanted to uh, view it on. I did not have the Cincinnati Bengals in the big game. I did have the Los Angeles Rams in the big game, though, and uh, that was for a number of reasons, uh, Aaron Donald being one of them, and then obviously the transaction that uh, we were all talking about in the, uh, in the, in the summertime last year with uh, Matthew Stafford uh, being picked up from the Detroit Lions in the trade for uh, Jared Goff and a number of draft picks. So I did have the Los Angeles Rams there in the mix, and uh, and – Personally, I had uh, as a Detroit Lions fan was uh, had a little bit in the uh, uh, in the uh, had a little bit of the dog in the fight there with that. So, well, I'm I'm very impressed that you picked the Rams over you know Green Bay and Tampa Bay and uh, Dallas. Uh, a lot of people were excited about uh, Arizona and in San Francisco. You, I got to give you a lot of credit that you got one of them in there. Yeah, I mean, it was a uh, kind of a shot in the dark. I'm not going to go out here and act like I'm, you know, some expert when it comes to. Uh, well, that's why you're here. Talking. That's why you're here. You're the expert, yeah. Holmes. <laughs> exactly. But it was, it, you know, it was. But uh, you could absolutely make the case for a team like the Green Bay Packers because I thought uh, they were going to be absolutely formidable, and and they, you know, they should have been. But uh, we've as as we've seen, Rick, right through this NFL playoffs this year. It has been uh, pretty crazy, to say the least, 
And uh, the fact that we've had, you know, pretty much every game since the divisional round go down to almost the last play of the game, if not the last series of the game, is quite astounding, to be quite honest with you. It's just absolutely remarkable to see what we've seen here over the past couple of weeks in the National Football League playoffs. And uh, I don't know if we're going to ever see it again, the, uh, the amount of excitement and the amount of uh, just straight-up drama that has gone down with, these, uh, with the postseason here as of late is just absolutely unbelievable. Well, let me put you on the spot again. I, I had Cincinnati in last place. I thought that uh, Baltimore and Pittsburgh and Cleveland would be better. And we know they got by the Raiders by a touchdown. The next, three game, the next two games they got by by a single field goal. Did you have Cincinnati as a playoff team even? Absolutely not. No, I did not. Mm. And, uh, look, it's been – it's fun to watch this season, right? right? Joe Burrow has absolutely come into his own and shown that uh, he's going to be one of these young quarterbacks in the NFC. It's going to be fun to watch for years to come. Obviously, Jamar Chase, that, there was a big question mark, right, Rick, about mm-hmm. that draft pick. Everyone was talking about Penny Sewell, right. the offensive lineman. Maybe they should have taken him instead of uh, Detroit taking him the, ne- the very next pick. And obviously, right now, all of us have eggs on our face who question that draft pick for Cincinnati because it has worked out beautifully for the Bengals and uh, Joe Mixon had a solid season in the backfield there for them and their defense has been underrated so I absolutely did not have Cincinnati uh, making this jump like they have with uh, Taylor as the head coach and uh, again uh, I think all of us a lot of us are surprised at what the Bengals have been able to do and uh, kind of dodge some bullets and get their way all the way to the Super Bowl. I had Carson Palmer on my show right before that draft and I said do you go with you know, his favorite target at LSU Chase, or do you go with uh, Panay Sewell? And, and Carson Palmer said, you got to go tackle. And I said, I would, I would normally say that too, but I remember when my Raiders took Gallery instead of Larry Fitz. You know, it's uh, <laughs> hindsight is uh, twenty twenty. But speaking about my Raiders, because I know you're down there in Sin City, um, Josh McDaniels, the last time he was a head coach, uh, did not go well. Uh, in Denver, and um, I remember he flew his team to London. He acted like it was a Monday night game. They were jet-lagged as hell. Uh, He wasn't great, and then he told the Colts, yeah, I'll take it, and then he's like, no, I won't. Now, the one thing I do like is the Raiders are actually hiring a professional personnel guy instead of a guy out of a TV booth to uh, run the draft, and these guys are college teammates, Ziegler and McDaniels. What do you think about Josh McDaniels' uh, 2.5.0 as a head coach? Yeah, it's interesting because obviously we all think about Josh McDaniels as a head coach, and we all have in the back of our minds, well, the Bill Belichick, you know, coaching tree. How have they done as head coaches? And it hasn't been a great thing, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there's been a couple of guys, you can maybe say O'Brien, you know, and a couple of pieces that have been able to have some success as head coaches, but it really hasn't been a great thing. And again, Rick, I, I hearken back to my. Detroit Lion fandom, right? And I think about a situation that is very similar regarding Dan Quinn as the general manager in Detroit and, of course, you know, the head coaching situation with with, uh, Matt Patricia as the head coach there. It did not go well at all Mm -hmm. when the Detroit Lions did pretty much the exact same thing that the Las Vegas Raiders have decided to do in hiring both Ziegler and, of course, Josh McDaniels. Obviously, it's a different situation, right? Different organization, different team, different league. You know, the AFC. But uh, I, I was, I'm, I'm hesitant. Let's put this. I'm looking at it very 
uh, I'm like proceed with caution, I guess is the way I'm looking at it, Rick, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. Uh, I do like Dave Ziggler. I, obviously, Ziggler is a guy, as you pointed out, he is a player personnel guy. He's a guy who's, you know, he's been very uh, involved with the draft of the New England Patriots, obviously, for the past nine years. And so that, I think, would bode well for the, for the Raiders moving forward. And I think that's going to be a good situation. But, you know, just because you're taking it as a package deal doesn't mean they're both going to be successful, right? I mean, you could have, you know, Ziggler could be a guy who can be an excellent GM. That doesn't mean that, that, that Josh McDaniels is going to be a great head coach. And so I'm, kind, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm very hesitant on the Josh McDaniels side of things here. Now, obviously, a lot of proponents will sit back and say he's an offensive guy, and so that, sh- that should be beneficial for the Raiders and, and Derek Carr or whoever the quarterback is going to be. Uh, there's just a lot of question marks, right, Rick? I mean, there's just a lot of question marks when it comes to, you know, who's going to be on this team moving forward, what, you know, and, and how that's going to blend with Josh McDaniels and so, so, uh, I, my, my personal opinion, I, I was, I was, uh, I was pleased with the hiring of Ziegler, but, but I'm still kind of on the fence when it comes to Josh McDaniels as the head coach here in Las Vegas. All right, we just got about a minute or two here. Um, your initial, with 12 shopping days left, your initial view of Super Bowl 56. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch from an offensive standpoint, right? I think both these teams can can get up and down the field. And I think, you know, the fans out there who, uh, you know, who tune in for the Super Bowl that don't necessarily, you know, watch every week of the NFL season, I think we'll have a lot of fun watching this football game. And, you know, there's obviously a lot of us out there who want the fairy tale, you know, want to see the, you know, the underdog story of the Cincinnati Bengals raising the trophy and Joe Burrow being the guy who, you know, won the highest trophy, then he won a national championship, and now he can win a Super Bowl. I think that would be very cool. I, on the other hand, think it's going to go the other direction. I think the Los Angeles Rams are going to, going to grab, grab that victory, the first victory for the Rams. Since that uh, that 2000 season, obviously with uh, Kurt Warner, and I think Matthew Stafford is the one that that walks off the field, and we have back-to-back seasons, Rick, where the team that's playing in their home stadium also wins the Super Bowl, and Los Angeles Rams and uh, Matthew Stafford and Aaron Donald and and Jalen Ramsey and company are the uh, Super Bowl champions, and uh, and another, you know kind of polarizing wide receiver gets a ring last year it was antonio brown obviously with tampa bay and this year it's going to be odell beckham jr for the los angeles rams and uh i think they end up uh, coming off the field with, with the win there speaking of win uh it's chris win and they named a casino after him down there in vegas make sure to check him out at against the thanks a lot chris hey rick thanks for having me have a good week everybody all right i'm rick tittle come on back on byline
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. The sports world is reacting to the Tom Brady 
retirement announcement. And um, some people said, you know what? Uh, you didn't really talk about the Patriots in your first uh, announcement. And he's like, yeah, he did. Robert Kraft put out a big, long thing. Words cannot describe the feelings, blah, 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 blah. Um, he came back on Instagram to Tom Brady. Thank you, at Patriots and Patriots Nation. I couldn't have dreamed of a better ride. Patriots Nation. <clears throat> I never liked the nation thing, by the way. I never liked the term Raider Nation because it just meant all the schmucks like in a ditch in Boogers, Montana, or, you know, Sugar Bump, Alabama. I'm a Raider fan. I know, I was a little more insular. I'm like, just can we just have the Oakland fans? But anyway. You hate the nation? You hate Raider Nation? They're like, there's only one nation. I think there's a lot of nations. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the Red Sox. Congrats to the GOAT. <clears throat> of course, they had to do out there. I've always thought it was interesting that these towns, basically every city in America, outside of ones here or there, maybe Chicago, New York, they're just united in their love, right? It's like the Seahawks can bring the, the Super Bowl trophy to a Mariners game. Ooh, we're all the same people. I grew up in an area where that's not, that's not actually true. Yeah. Peyton Manning said, it was an honor and a privilege to compete against him on the field. And I truly appreciate his friendship off the field. Congratulations to my friend Tom on an unbelievable football career. To do it as long as he did at the highest of levels is absolutely incredible. The New York Jets say, this better be real. But seriously, congrats on a first ballot Hall of Fame career. We may not miss seeing you on the field, but the entire football world will. And uh, it's got him talking to Zach Wilson. They would love it if Zach Wilson was 10% of Tom Brady. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of funny. This better be real. Jimmy Johnson. He tweeted out, congrats and thank you for the journey you have taken us on, Tom Brady. It's been inspiring in so many ways. And then it was uh, two beers clinking to the seven times club. Um, that's the Jimmy Johnson, the race car driver, by the way. Teddy Bruschi, you did your job better than anyone ever has. Well done, my friend. And it has a picture of them almost kissing. The Indianapolis Colts <clears throat> have a SpongeBob video, Going to Miss You, Tom Brady, and it's Colt fans shaking Tom Brady's hand as Squidward walking away, and then Patrick and Tom Brady are the NFL and uh, Tom Brady is SpongeBob. And basically, they're throwing a party that he's leaving. Uh, the Patriots just said, thank you and congratulations, Tom Brady. And he's in a boat. And it's got a duck and a Patriots logo on it. I don't get the duck. And then there's seven Lombardi trophies, which only six of them were with the Patriots, by the way. It's kind of funny. Uh, the Buccaneers wrote, Memories to last a lifetime. Thank you, one, two. Um, <laughs> the um, <clears throat> Pro Football Hall of Fame 
With news of at Tom Brady's retirement today, he would be eligible for the Hall of Fame in 2027. Eligible for the class. He would have to be Osama bin Laden to not get in in 2027. He'd have to be Timothy McVeigh. What would he have to do? I mean, there'd have to be some horrible, I'm not even going to say like what he'd have to do to Giselle. I'm just saying there'd have to be something so heinous that he would not get in for sure. <clears throat> Michael Phelps, congrats, bro. Enjoy the next chapter. Honey Badger, Tyran Mathieu. Tyran Matthew said, the great one. What a career, man. Now on to, one word, bigger and better things. You'll forever be remembered as the standard. Loved going to battle against you. Enjoy the family and time off. It's been a long 22 years for you. Grateful to ply against the best ever. Ply. Can you take one second to proofread? You know, I followed David Spade. And David Spade was a straight-A student in high school. He went to Scottsdale Community College, and he went like one year at Arizona State. So it's not like he's an Ivy Leaguer. He didn't graduate. But he's a smart guy. He puts constantly puts out tweets with like three misspellings. And I think he does it on purpose to look cool. But I can understand if you're driving and you're tweeting and you shouldn't be, but it has to get out. Like, oh, I had a couple misspellings there. Shaquille O'Neal said, um, no, man, get your butt up and do one more year. Love you, bro. Absolutely joy to watch. J.J. Watt, congratulations and enjoy the next chapter. Brother, greatest of all time. The Broncos. We've had some memorable memorable battles over the years at Tom Brady. Congratulations on an incredible career. Um, Let's just say the, uh, if you think about his records, most passing yards, 84,520. Most touchdown passes, 624. Most attempts, most completions, most wins, 243, most 3,000-yard passing seasons, 19, most 20-yard touchdown seasons, 19, most quarterback starts, most games by a quarterback, oldest quarterback to win, oldest player in the Super Bowl to win, most Super Bowl wins, most Super Bowl appearances, 10, most Super Bowl passing yards, touchdowns, completions, pass attempts, most completions in a Super Bowl, uh, most playoff wins, thirty-five. most playoff games, 47 playoff games, most games with a touchdown pass, 275. If I played a game in the NFL where I threw one touchdown pass like Terrell Pryor threw one touchdown pass to Nick Casa of the Raiders, that was it. I would brag about that. So if you're a guy who, like I said, I don't think he's the most clutch in one game. I'd rather have Joe Montana. But, I mean, you can't, to people who hate Tom Brady, I get it. Like, my cousin despises Tom Brady. And he hates it when the announcers go, look at his footwork, look at his footwork. He just, he hates everything about it. But you can't deny those numbers. You can't. Jim Ursay said, let me take these pills and say something dumb. Actually, he didn't say that. He said, the end of an era. Congrats to Tom Brady on an incredible career. So it's going to keep leaking out like a sore. No, it's going to keep <laughs> it's going to keep coming. 
Uh, and when you lead the NFL in passing, obviously you can do another year. But, you know, as he said, he's not into it. I just wonder if he's going to get the itch when he's sitting on it. He better find something to do because he doesn't seem like the guy that's going to fish or play tennis. Whether he's going to start some app or dot .com or I don't know what he wants to do. He can make a lot of money just as an advisor. You know that? Like if he called, let's say he calls the Atlanta Falcons. Um, for a hundred grand a year, you can call me twice a week to ask me about stuff. Really? Do you think they'd say yes? Hell yeah, they'd say yes. Hundred thousand is nothing. And they give him a couple calls a week. Should we draft this guy? What's his name? Bill Smith, Syracuse. And uh, let me get back to you. Yeah, I don't like him. Thanks, Tom. Should we start this guy or that guy? Uh, the second one. Who would you say the second one was? This guy. Yeah, start him. So whatever he's going to do, I, he'll probably get that itch, especially when he sees all the lamos that are playing quarterback when he's better than them right now. I know. All right, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come on back, talk a little baseball. I'm so sorry about the wait, ma'am. I'll be with you shortly. Um, Carrie, how many appointments did we book at 2.30? Jin's physical therapy clinic is pretty stretched. He needs another PT before patients get bent out of shape. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the U.S. 
USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. You're always up for some fun with the family. So you order the essentials, a new board game, some baking supplies, and even a new projector for outdoor movie night. And with the Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, you can choose to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, which could increase to up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member. Rewards which you can put toward an extra treat that everyone will enjoy like an old-fashioned popcorn machine. Visit bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding and apply now. Copyright 2021 Bank of America Corporation. When do broadcasters go too far? Where does hilarity stop and vulgarity begin? Don't ask Rick Tittle to bring it, because it already done got brought. All right, uh, we're working on our guest, and uh, when we get him... Oh, we got him. Okay, very cool. We have author Clayton Truter with us, and uh, he has a new book called Loserville, How Professional Sports Remade Atlanta and How Atlanta Remade Professional Sports. This is available brand new today from the University of of Nebraska Press. Uh, Clayton, first of all, wait to, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, tell us a little bit more about... Oh, the, thanks for having me on. Yeah, what's the title all about, Loserville? Well, the title comes from a 1975 editorial in the Atlanta Constitution about Atlanta's very difficult first decade as a pro sports town. In 1966, Atlanta had no pro sports. All of a sudden, by investing in two stadiums, Atlanta Fulton County Stadium and the Omni Coliseum, the city lured the Atlanta Braves of Major League Baseball, the Atlanta Falcons of the National Football League, the Atlanta Hawks of the NBA, and the Atlanta Flames of the National Hockey League to the city within a six-year period. And when these teams came to town, the civic leaders who had helped lure them thought the teams were going to be out-of-the-box successes, both in the stands and also in the standings. It didn't work out that way, and the Loserville title comes from an editorial about the failures of the teams in this first decade as a major league city. And my book is about Atlanta's pursuit of pro sports and then the response to those teams in the next decade and beyond. You know, I remember uh, when Danny Ferry was with the Hawks, and he basically he said something about Luol Dang at the time, but he also said something about, look, Atlanta traffic is horrible. We need to get out to the suburbs where the money is, and he ended up getting fired. But isn't that basically what the Braves did with the Cobb County Stadium? Very much so. I mean, they, they, they took money from a, from a taxing entity out in Cobb County and, and ended up moving out to, in many respects, where the core of their season ticket-holding base was. So, yeah, I mean, the, the profoundly suburban nature of Atlanta has always played a major role in some of the issues they faced with attendance, in part because you have what was a five-county area is now like a 21-county area of people all focused on this particular city. Other people want to drive in to go to work, drive back home, and then drive back in for a game. 
that's that's kind of like having another part-time job. So it's been it's been a struggle for Atlantis franchises historically, dealing with how how spread out the region is. Also, how many transplants there are in the region who don't necessarily have a strong tie to teams with Atlanta across their chests. And also, it's not like people in Atlanta started paying attention to sports when the big leagues got here. Whether it was college football or stock car racing or golf or boating, there were a lot of sports that already had a very strong base of support in the region before the big leagues ever got there, and they remained popular. You know, I mean, you mentioned the Flames, which, of course, are in Calgary, and their nickname doesn't make sense, but that's fine. Um but what about the Thrashers? They only lasted like a decade. They were never any good. And, and back then, and I know as a Sharks fan, it wasn't like Vegas where they would give you the world to make sure you got off on the right foot. An expansion team was not – they didn't draft very well. Um, and then once again, the NHL failed in Atlanta, and they're the Winnipeg Jets 2.0. What, what, what really happened with the Thrashers? I think the Thrashers' biggest problem was a lack of novelty at that point. When the Flames got to town initially, they actually drew pretty well in the first three or four years in town and performed fairly well on the ice. They had a GM who understood that the people in Atlanta would have had no idea who Bobby Hall was or something if they had signed him. <laughs> so they went out, got young players, built a very particularly defensively oriented team, and succeeded and also had a degree of novelty because there was no other pro hockey in the region. By the time the Thrashers got to town, every Sunbelt city of note had an NHL team by that time. So, so it lacked its regional um, novelty, and the team, I think, struggled in part because of that. Like many of the other Sunbelt NHL markets, the team had a niche of support, but beyond these, say, 10,000 people or so who were regulars, they had very, great difficulty drawing in the casual fan, the kind of person who's going to turn the game on in the middle of the second period and stick with it. The Thrashers were never able to get that kind of person. I'm a little bit jealous as a California native or we'll never get one single penny of public money to, to help a sports team, and I understand why, but I am jealous of places like Dallas and Atlanta where they have what is, in my mind, a brand-new stadium, and you think, oh, it's 20 years old, this dilapidated old thing. What are they doing with Turner Field right now? I mean, it, it's become a, a bit of its own showpiece out there. I mean, there certainly is a lot to do around it. One of the major detracting factors from this is there's no public transportation out to it. So it really does reflect a complete removal from the city by the Braves, the, the kind of stadium village they've developed uh, around, around um, the, new, the new ballpark they have. So it's, uh, with, with Turner Field, the, the remains of it, I mean, it's become Georgia State football and, and, and it's hopefully finding a new life in the long term. But, uh, yeah, there's been this tendency to, to move on after a generation from these stadiums. Is Georgia State even D one? Are they? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're division. They they went to a bowl game. I know. I'm just playing. A couple more questions for Clayton Truder, the book Loserville. The other thing I thought was weird when I was a kid was that the Falcons and the Braves were in the West, and both. Uh, and I guess that was just because when they arrived, that's where they fit in. But did that hinder things too? Is that they played in the Western divisions? Oh, without question. They both traveled more than any other team in their league as a result of it. And it ended up putting them, in, in, particularly in the case of the Braves, in a very strong division against many of the National League's best, uh, best teams year in and year out. So it proved, it proved a very difficult situation for both teams. In terms of the Falcons, Atlanta had the choice between the AFL and NFL. Once they started building a stadium, both leagues, which didn't give Atlanta the time of day for years, suddenly were fighting doggedly for the city. 
if they chose to join the AFL, it's almost certain they would have been in a better position um, in, ter- in terms of competing. When they joined the NFL, there's a very weak redistributive draft at the time, getting absolute cast-offs from the other team. Uh, plus, the, uh, the good available players were much more limited because the AFL had taken so many of the other uh, strong football players available in the country. And then, of course, you get the Superstation. And now, of course, TBS and TNT are huge, massive entities with multiple professional sports. But I remember the marketing uh, in the 80s for, they said, uh, the Atlanta Braves, America's team. And I'm like, what? But it worked. I mean, you think about all those new Braves fans. I mean, to a certain extent, it was pretty good marketing. Oh, many people I spoke with talked about how they'd encounter fans from Bismarck, North Dakota, and Reno, and Alaska, who were Braves fans because that was the game that was suddenly available to them every single night. So they were able to build up a national fan base, even while the team continued to struggle to get it, to get uh, a regular draw at home. In some of the early Turner years, they very explicitly moved people behind home plate and shot the games very tightly, knowing that it was going to look bad if you had this cavernous, empty Atlanta Fulton County Stadium with just a couple of thousand people sitting behind home plate. Yeah, I remember when uh, Todd Van Poppel, high school kid, cover of Sports Illustrated, uh, he said, whatever you do, don't draft me. I want to go to UT like Roger Clemens. I want to pitch in the Olympics. And plus, I would never, ever play for the team with the number one overall pick, the Braves. And uh, so they pick a guy with a busted-up knee named Larry Jones Jr., and uh, he's now in the Hall of Fame. And then, of course, with Sherholtz, they go to, what, 14 straight playoff games. Is it true that in Atlanta that it was so successful that he just basically said, wake us up when you get to the World Series? I think that that ended up becoming a problem, a degree of fatigue. By the late 90s, there were often a lot of empty seats in the bleachers at those playoff games because they were there every single year. I, I do think over time it, it, it did cause a little bit of trouble with attendance being just so successful as they were uh, in the Schuerholz era. All right. For you, let me just throw this at you. Who is the better brave, Freddie Freeman or Dale Murphy? I think Dale Murphy is. I would argue Dale Murphy is the first baseball star of the cable television era. Mm-hmm. He becomes the face of the Braves on TBS. I mean, you watch one of those games in 1984, they'll let you know, up next inning, Dale Murphy, and he's like the fifth guy to bat or something. <laughs> they just completely presented the team as being essentially this, this, uh, these brass knuckles attached to Dale Murphy. So, yeah, he's, he is the, the face of that franchise, two-time MVP, an incredibly good role model, and in my view, he should be in the Hall of Fame simply for his cultural significance beyond his excellent play and being one of the great players of his era. If he's a Yankee, he's in the Hall of Fame, bar none. It's just that I agree with you that Dale Murphy would be in the Hall of Fame. What about that era when um, all those local guys, the Jeff Francoeurs, it seemed like all the Atlanta high schools were putting all their teams, all their players on the Braves. It was pretty extraordinary. Yeah, I, I, don't, I can't really think of a parallel to that, at least in the era of the baseball draft. I mean, before then, you could go out and get your particular guys a little bit more. You know, the Yankees, when they were trying to get Yaz or something off Long Island to come and play, come and play in the Bronx, which I guess didn't work out. But it, 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 that seems like a very, uh, a very old-fashioned way of doing it, almost like the Cardinals with the Gas House Gang, where they had all these guys from Oklahoma and Arkansas and really in the backyard of the, of the Cardinals playing for them. 
And then the World Series this year, I mean, uh, people knew the Braves were going to be good. They have some good young talent, but arguably their best player is out for the season. What? How much of a surprise was it for you that they were the last team standing? It, it surprised me a great deal, particularly if you followed that team through about August 1st. They won one, they lost one, they hovered around 500. Were they in the race? Were they going to go for it? Were they, were they going to pull the plug? It was a little bit tough to know uh, early on in the season. They really, they really turned it on late, and, and I think it's uh, really a product of their strong and consistent pitching down the stretch. And then you think about a little bit of resurgence because we know what happened with the Falcons up 28-3. to We know that the Georgia Dogs hadn't done anything forever. Well, now here you got the you know the Georgia Bulldogs national champs Atlanta Braves World Series champs is there a little bit of a buzz a renaissance going on right now oh without question certainly with Atlanta United too becoming the the toast of town in many respects winning an MLS championship and finding a genuine core of appeal in the in the deep south which I think some people are very surprised by uh, in some ways, if you look back at, to, to the past, that, that's not really surprising in Atlanta because when Atlanta had an NASL team, they ended up having a very strong youth soccer, amateur soccer culture that developed. Those people were simply waiting waiting for an MLS team, and uh, when it showed up, they got one. So I, I think Atlanta certainly is in a sporting renaissance right now. And the title of my book is a commentary on the past, not on the present moment. Uh, I think in many ways the biggest uh, change in Atlanta has been having much better ownership, much more stable ownership groups with Arthur Blank among among other owners uh, in Atlanta now, as opposed to back in the 60s and 70s. You had Rankin Smith, who was basically an insurance man running the Falcons. You had Tom Cousins running the, the Hawks and Flames, who was a, a real estate guy. Uh, with the Braves, you had an out-of-town ownership group, mostly the sons of wealthy Chicago industrialists. So you don't have really absentee owners anymore, and you have people running teams uh, I guess, following the norms of, of the leagues of which they're a part now. Last question. We just have about 30 seconds. Were you afraid when you named it Loserville that, that the local fans will think it's a pejorative and or it's some sort of like mocking piece and not even open it and give it a chance? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad when people ask the question because it enables me to introduce them to the history. Because the, the memory of that, I think in part because Atlanta is a city with so many transplants, the memory of that is, uh, I guess, kind of a niche thing. So I, I think it's important to, uh, to me, my, my story is, is one of success. It's juxtaposing this very difficult early pro sporting history with the great success of recent times. So uh, if, if it does turn people off, I, I think that's unfortunate. But to me, it's um, kind of sowing the seed for the victory that ends up happening in the city in later years. The book out today, Loserville, How Professional Sports Remade Atlanta, and How Atlanta Remade Professional Sports, available from University of Nebraska Press. And we have the author, Clayton Truter. Congratulations on the book, and thanks for coming by. Thanks so much. It was a genuine pleasure. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Byline. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me?
Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on credit worthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus. beats his servants. I, I don't beat my servants. By the way, Tom Brady's final touchdown pass, we know now his 710th, 
was that 55-yard strike to uh, Mike Evans, which was one of the best throws uh, of the season. And uh, that'll be the uh, final one there uh, against the Rams. And when Evans caught it, he threw it up into the crowd there at Raymond James Stadium. And that's not the first time. Remember, he threw his 600th touchdown pass up into the crowd in October. And a Bucks fan gave it back, and he got $1,000 and a helmet and two season tickets and all sorts of stuff. Um, so they're saying right now that the 600th ball was worth $500,000. So now they're saying uh, if they if they find it, it's going to be worth a million. Jalen Ramsey tweeted out, the best QB of all time retired, dang, he threw his last TD on me. <laughs> All right, we'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. pack time. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.